I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. In the workplace, managers across corporations have one mystery to solve: how to make Gen Z work. Now, unlike other older generations who quite literally never raised eyebrows, this new generation of workers is almost too vocal, too sensitive, too touchy. Which isn't exactly a bad thing, but you crack one good old politically incorrect joke, and they will go out of their way to cancel you. But you still need them. You need to retain those young Turks in your office. So, what can you do? Well, for one, those age-old practices in the workplace, like feedback, performance reviews, dress code, might have to undergo some sort of reform. If you are not in favor of a full-fledged reform, at least you can change the terminology. You get it—the same old wine, but in a shiny new bottle. This is precisely what is happening in American offices. Managers who have been crazy obsessed with fueling productivity of their subordinates are now trying to get into Gen Z mind space. So, say goodbye to anxiety-inducing corporate lingo, and in its place, say hello to more gentle, positive-sounding terms. So, feedback is now feed forward. Yearly review is now a connect session or a check-in, and performance management. Now, we don't do that anymore. We do performance development. You see, so much so for positivity, and I'm telling you, these people will even defeat Yogi Adityanath at his own game. Anyway, let's understand the rationale behind this change. So, feedback, which implies your seniors offering you constructive criticism around your performance, has a lot of baggage. Joe Hirsch, a corporate speaker, told the Wall Street Journal that feedback too often leaves workers feeling defeated, weighed down by past actions, instead of considering the next step ahead. But feed forward is about this forward-looking view of people, performance, and potential. Okay, Joe. I didn't really get the difference, but rest assured, I was nodding along. FYI, pharmaceutical giant AstraZeneca adopted these terms: feed forward, check in, and performance management back in 2020, the OG pandemic year. Apparently, in order to retain talent. Good for you, AstraZeneca. You needed them to stay to make the vaccines. On the other hand, Microsoft hasn't jumped into the feed forward bandwagon. But the tech giant also banished feedback for quote-unquote perspectives. If you are working for Microsoft, are these quote-unquote connect conversations any less dreadful than reviews? Well, I'm not sure how these new terms will improve workplaces for employees. But one thing I can say with certainty: these buzzy new terms for sure will make it to Oxford's word of the year list. But before that happens. Allow me to revoke Ratna Patak's iconic Maya Sarabhai from the sitcom Sarabhai vs Sarabhai. She would have probably said this to her daughter-in-law, Manisha Beta. Feed forward, bolo. Ye feedback is just too middle class. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and this is the deep dive for September fourteenth, twenty twenty-three. Do we have Apple fanboys in the room? Are we all settled? 
Okay then, let's roll. So at the latest event, Wanderlust, Apple launched four new Apple iPhone 15 models. The regular, the Plus, the Pro and the Pro Max. If you were expecting any crazy new features in this year's lineup, well, better luck next year because the new iPhones pretty much look the same as last year's. However, the more expensive Pro models have their frame made of titanium this time, instead of the heavier surgical steel. Apple says that this titanium is the same as used on a recent Mars rover and is more durable. You have four color options, black titanium, white titanium, blue titanium and natural titanium. If you are going for the regular model, then count in pink, yellow, blue, green and my favorite since the Matrix days, black. Camera also has some nice little upgrades. The basic iPhone 15 has got the main rear camera of 48 megapixels this time, a significant bump from 12 megapixels in the last year's model, as well as a 2x optical zoom which should get your photography smoother even from far away. Pro models get more, obviously, so the Pro Max this time has a telephoto lens with 5x zoom bundled with improved image stabilization. But as the Wall Street Journal's Joanna Stern says, Apple's latest may have new cameras, action buttons and designs, but that new port will have a bigger impact on buyers and their cord collections. Yes, that is the biggest takeaway from Apple's new launches. Thanks to Alex Agius Saliba, one of the members of the European Parliament who pushed the law that says that by the end of 2024, mobile phones, tablets and other gadgets sold in the European Union will have to be equipped with a USB Type-C receptacle, rest of the people on the planet are also getting iPhones with a USB Type-C port. Great news. One earth, one charger, one port. By the way, if you're planning on buying an iPhone 15, be assured, because Apple is in a charitable mode this time, inside the box, alongside the mobile phone, you will also find what Apple is calling a high-quality woven USB-C cable. But Apple wasn't feeling that charitable after all, so don't expect that you'd get a charging brick too. I mean, come on. Now, Apple fanboys, I have a question for you. What are you planning to do with all those cords? The Wall Street Journal's Joanna Stern has a suggestion, if you will. Make door curtains out of them, or if you are feeling particularly adventurous, you can also try making a new necklace or Christmas ornaments. But yeah, if you are teary-eyed that lightning port is no more, I won't judge if you decide to keep those cords safe in a cupboard in your storeroom, I promise. Now back to iPhone 15. It is coming to the markets at a critical time. Apple's biggest international market is China. And as Bloomberg puts it, a key question is whether Chinese consumers will embrace the iPhone 15 the way they did with the past models. Recently, China expanded a ban on use of iPhones in sensitive government departments. Given the very tense US-China relations at the moment, the Chinese consumers may go all patriotic and choose the homegrown Huawei Mate 60 over iPhone 15. If that happens, it will be some news for Apple, which, like the overall smartphone industry, has seen a slump in its iPhone sales. Will the shiny new iPhone 15 bring in money? To understand this more, we have with us today our co-founder Rajneel Kamath, who is also, by all measures, a top-class Apple aficionado. He will unpack what this moment means for Apple. Over to you, Rajneel. The iPhone is Apple's best-selling product. The global slowdown in smartphone sales has obviously hit Apple, and the Cupertino headquartered company is trying to see how they can ramp up their revenue. 
the Pro Max models are the best-selling iPhones. So Apple has increased the entry price by $100 or even in India, the price has gone up. This is one way by which Apple might see a stagnant number in terms of the number of iPhones that are being sold, but will still be able to increase its revenue. The iPhone 15 launch is a very big moment for India, especially because it showcases India's upcoming progress in manufacturing. For the very first time, the iPhone 15 that is made in India is going to be available for customers on launch day. One of the big focus for Apple in this event was it going carbon neutral. The Apple Watch, for example, is 100% carbon neutral. They've done away with leather in their product lineup for the Apple Watch bands as well as phone cases. And they've introduced a new product called Fine Woven, which is basically woven cloth. Apple is looking to attain full carbon neutrality by 2030 and spent a good five minutes on a video which had Tim Cook acting about how they are trying to save the environment. Thanks, Rajneel. Now, the most vital question. Who's going to lend me a kidney after I sell mine for iPhone 15 Pro Max? If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written and researched by Anup Simbal, edited by Dinesh Narayanan, produced by Manaswini, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. 